0: Welcome back to Reclaimed to Rain. Y'all, this episode is jam-packed. I am literally breaking down for you 10 phases that will take you to a six-figure faith-fueled coaching business. So what I have for you today is literally exactly what I did to create six figures in my business. Like, these are literally the exact steps I took. I am not Holding back today. So if you follow these steps, and especially if you join us inside of Faith Fueled Coach Academy kicking off the week of March 21st, you will be well on your way to creating six figures in your Faith Fueled Coaching Business. Hey Queen, welcome to Reclaim Terrain. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you worked so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in this same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a successful Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. So if you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battles spiritually instead of physically. Take full action on your God given callings and finally create that thriving faith fueled business, then you're in the right place. Go ahead and reheat your coffee, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. So, when I first became interested in coaching, I wanted a roadmap, like I just wanted someone to tell me what I needed to do and when I needed to do it, you know what I mean? So I know how beneficial an episode like this would have been for me in the past, so I just knew I had to create this for you. And in addition to that, when I first became interested in coaching, I had no idea to look for a faith-based Business coach to help me. Like, there's so many coaches out there, but to be honest, I didn't know like faith based or Christian business coaches actually. Existed so, all of that to say, I have incorporated some faith based elements inside of this roadmap as well because I know, like, that is really at the end of the day the stuff that matters. And, really, yes, we're talking about a roadmap to create a six figure business, but I just don't want you to forget to keep your eyes on Jesus. Like, at the end of the day, it's not about the money, okay? Like, it's not. But money and revenue really is a really great indicator to tell you like, hey, okay, this is what we need to change. This is how we can evolve. This is how we can do better. This is what's working. This is what's not how much money you're making has absolutely nothing to do with your worth or your identity and again I really just wanted to put that disclaimer there because I have experienced so much identity like in my business and in money and I didn't even realize it so while yes like you know we can have a six-figure business it's just very important to make sure that we are totally keeping our eyes on him and our main goal and our main mission isn't to create six figures okay so again that's the disclaimer just had to put that out there and also really at the end of the day you can have the strategy you can have the strategy to create a six-figure business all day long but strategy is nothing without Jesus. So, I'm sharing this strategy today, but just remember that strategy alone is not enough. Holy Spirit infuses our willpower and our discipline with His supernatural resources, energizing us to actually obey and put in the action. So, just remember that it's all Him. So, if you aren't looking at Him, this strategy is not going to work you may wind up self-sabotaging, right? Like if you haven't listened to episode two of this podcast, five reasons why you might be self-sabotaging and how to biblically stop it, I highly recommend you go listen to that episode because really and truly, you can have strategy all day long, but if you don't know how to combat spiritual warfare and self-sabotage and actually really truly look at the Lord, you're gonna have a really hard time following through on the strategy. But let's go ahead and dive on in. We've got 10 phases to go through. And I'm just going to tell you right now, again, this is jam-packed. So let's go ahead and dive on into these phases. We've got 10 to go through. And so again, I just want to give a little forewarning here. This is jam-packed. Okay, so make sure you grab a notebook and pen or take notes on your phone or laptop, whatever is most beneficial for you. We've got 10 phases and under each phase, we've got some of them multiple points for each phase. Like there is so much goodness in this episode, y'all. So make sure you are taking notes. So all of that to say, let's get into phase one. Now, phase one is clarify. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) If you've followed me for a while or been listening to this podcast, you know how important it is, but I do have a few points in here that may surprise you, so make sure you keep on listening. So that being said, phase one is clarify, and the very first sub point to this phase is to get clear on your role in the kingdom of God, your purpose, and your calling for this season in your life. Now, what does this mean? You know, very first thing is, (laughs) I really just want to go back to, you know, elaborating on what your purpose is. And essentially, your purpose is to know God and to make him known. Like, that is your purpose. You are a daughter of the king. You are here to serve the Lord at the end of the day. Like that is your ultimate purpose. That is your mission. Now your calling, you can think of your calling as almost like the vehicle to live out your purpose, okay? So that means your calling could be your business. My calling right now for this season in my life is my business. Does that mean that it can change? Yes. Your calling can change, right? So maybe you're in a season of pivoting right now, or maybe you're on like a new business venture or something like that. That's because your calling might actually be changing and the Lord might be preparing you for something new because our callings can change just depending on what season we're in, okay? So again, we must get clear on our role in the kingdom of God, and our purpose and this is essentially to know him to make him known and to serve him here in this physical world so if you're listening to this episode i would assume you have a business or you're wanting to start a business or maybe it's not a business maybe it's a brand and so my question to you would be how is the lord actually wanting to use your business or your brand or your platform to actually live out your purpose How is he actually wanting you to use this calling to actually serve the purpose? How is he wanting you to do that? That is the very first thing that you have to get clear on. Now, the second thing that I recommend doing in me clarify phase is to go to the Lord in prayer and make sure your business is part of the mission in growing the kingdom of God and serving the kingdom of God and not just for selfish gain. So really, I think it's really important in this phase to separate this mission from yourself. Like at the end of the day, it's not about you. Like, this business is the Lord's. Like, this business is His. So, your mission is about building and growing and serving the kingdom of God, and your business or your brand or your platform is simply the vehicle to make that happen. And I think it's important to note that just because you don't necessarily say you're a faith-based coach or you're a faith-based businesswoman or you don't necessarily talk about like faith in your business per se, that doesn't mean that your business isn't a part of your purpose. That doesn't mean you still can't use your business as a vehicle to serve the kingdom of God, okay? And so I just wanted to throw that out there. Just because you don't necessarily call yourself that doesn't mean that you can't still serve the kingdom of God. Now, the third part of the clarify phase is to get clear on who it is you're serving and how you support them. And I know (laughs) you've probably heard this and seen this countless times, and you're sick of hearing that you need to know who your idle client is, but girlfriend, you do, okay? And I know you may think you might be clear on this, but if you've been posting and still getting crickets, I would recommend that you revisit this okay? This is the foundation for everything in your business. If this isn't clear, nothing else will be either. So if you're having trouble with this, I recommend going back to episodes three and five of this podcast because I know that they will help you. But I do have some clarifying questions for you regarding this topic that you can write down, journal about them whenever you get a chance. And the first question is, Who is it in the kingdom of God that I am serving? Like, who is it? Like, get really clear and specific on this. And then the next question is, what specific problem are you helping them overcome? Like, what kind of breakthrough can they expect to have when working with you? And then the last question is, how can you take their pains and their problems and lead them back to Jesus? This is a really good question and a question I feel like a lot of coaches in this space don't necessarily ask or get to because, again, like there's not that many like Christian business coaches out there, but this is a really incredible question and one I feel like I mean, the, the day, if you are a coach in any specific way and you do actually want to start incorporating faith into your business, this is a great way to do that, right? Like, how can you actually take their pains and problems and lead them back to Jesus? Like, for example, I'm a business coach, but my goal is to help female entrepreneurs be led back to Jesus, at the same time as building a business. How? Because really, at the end of the day, we deal with so much self-sabotage and spiritual warfare that we have to keep our eyes on Jesus. We have to know how to fight the enemy. We have to dig into the word. And not just that, our business can become our idol right? That was a huge part of my story. And, you know, a lot of women and a lot of people in this space, they don't even realize they're struggling with it because I didn't either. I didn't either. And so that's why this message is so important. I would get burnt out and burnt out and exhausted and just sad and depressed, but it was because I was connecting my identity with my business and that is not how it should be. We need to be connecting our identity to the Lord and that's it. Now, the next part of the clarifying phase, I told you there were multiple points to some of these phases is to clarify and develop your best-selling beta offer. And with this, you can get paid. Now, this is specifically if you are a brand new coach or you are creating a new offer as a coach. And there are many reasons for this. I actually have five reasons I'm going to address here. And the first one is that you really want to start off with a quote unquote beta offer and a beta group of clients because you want to validate your offer before you officially launch. This essentially means that you want to validate what you have Because at the end of the day, if you do not do this, you are going to have a hard time really selling. You have to validate. We're going to talk about this in a minute, but you have to validate your offer and the messaging around your offer. Is this something that people in your audience want? Is this something that anyone wants. And then you also have to validate the way you're talking about the offer. So that is reason number one. Now, reason number two is that you actually get to test your process before you create anything because the last thing you want is to create like a whole curriculum or course and then no one buy it because you didn't validate it. (laughs) Okay. Because you didn't test the marketing. You didn't make sure that people actually wanted this. The next reason is so you can actually gain confidence in selling and coaching, right? So yes, like we are validating and we are testing the process, but you actually need to learn how to sell and coach if you've never coached before, okay? And beta clients are a really great way to do this. And another reason is so you can actually Obtain testimonials and social proof from your beta clients so that when you actually go and launch the full offer, you actually have social proof, right? And that is so important. And then the final reason you'd want to start with a beta offer, especially if you're a new coach, is you can get paid right off the bat. And now a lot of people will go and do beta work like for free. And I feel like if you're being led to that, I think that is awesome. But you can get paid while you learn. Like in these beta clients, they will know that they are beta clients. And honestly, sometimes beta clients have it good because you're actually creating and developing a program and a process based on them. How personalized and cool is that? So don't be afraid to start off with a beta offer at the end of the day or a beta program because it is such a really great tool to utilize to help develop your confidence, to help develop your skill set, to validate, to get testimonials, to get clients, like all of the things. I highly, highly, highly recommend starting there if you are brand new. The last point of the clarifying phase is to clarify your scalable and sustainable business model. Now, what do I mean by this? After you finish your beta program, what's next, right? I think it's easy to want to create all the things and do all the things, but how do your offers actually fit together? Right. Like we're going to talk about this later in another phase, but essentially we want to ensure that your product suite or your offer suite increases client retention without burning yourself out. Because I know for me, when I first started coaching, I was getting on coaching call after coaching call after coaching call. At one point, I think I had 12 or maybe even like 13 one-on-one clients and I was getting on calls with them every single week. And y'all, like I got really burnt out. That was not sustainable for me. I think for some people that's sustainable, but that was not sustainable for me because not only was I on calls for 12 or 13 hours, like, I was also doing marketing, I was also creating curriculum, I was also, like, living a life, and I was also dealing with chronic migraines at the time, so I actually started feeling, like, a lot of, um, resentment towards my business, not my clients, I loved my clients, but towards my business, at one point, I really thought, I wasn't even sure I wanted to coach anymore, because I was, like, man if this is how it is, like, I don't, I don't think I want to do this, right? So I basically knew I had to somehow shift things. I had to shift my business model. And so that's what we're going to be talking about in another phase coming up. So make sure you keep listening. Hey, Queen, if you know the Lord has called you to start and scale a Holy Spirit like coaching business, then you should probably listen up. My signature one-on-one program, Faith-Fueled Coach Academy, or FCA for short, is finally debuting as a group coaching program, kicking off March 22nd of 2022. FCA has been exclusive to my one-on-one coaching clients since its launch in February of 2021, but after spending the full year optimizing the program and delivering high-quality results for my clients, the Lord gave me the nudge to open it up as a group experience so more people could experience the same kind of transformation and results. Now, in case you didn't know, Faith-Fueled Coach Academy is a loving community of ambitious, faith-fueled women paired with a supportive curriculum and high-level coaching strategically designed to help you shatter self-doubt and stand out online so you can finally go from unseen to powerful queen. If you are an ambitious, faith-fueled female who is ready to start a coaching business or you are already a coach and you're ready to bring in that consistent full-time income online, this is for you. Inside of this three-month immersive experience, you will find yourself fully equipped with all of the business strategies, high-level support, prayer, and accountability you could ever need to turn your God-sized dream into a thriving, faith-fueled coaching business. You will get access to me as I guide you through everything you need to know about stepping into your queen identity, letting the Holy Spirit guide you in your business, and overcome the limiting beliefs the enemy keeps whispering in your ear. With the Holy Spirit guiding us, we will clarify your mission, develop your sustainable and scalable business model, create magnetizing content that will keep your audience coming back for more, utilize simple and effective marketing techniques and daily activities that have been proven to generate new leads daily and prevent objections like the queen that you are. And yes, you can get paid right off the bat, even if you're just starting. FCA is for you if you are craving to do business God's way and for Him. You know the importance of being fully led by the Holy Spirit and you don't want to get carried away with fleshly desires and you're craving to learn how to balance surrender with discipline and taking aligned intentional action. So if you are feeling a Holy Spirit nudge right now, go ahead and head on over to www.HannahBrendley.com slash F-C-A to learn more and to secure your spot. I am putting a cap on this program so it remains intimate, so make sure you claim your spot fast. I cannot wait to support you. So now we're on to phase number two, and we already talked just a teen bit about this in phase one, but essentially phase two is the validating phase. It's all about validation, okay? And what I mean by this is we want to validate your offer and your messaging around your offer, okay? So not only do you need to become clear on your ideal client and what you're offering them, which is essentially the transformation they receive while working with you, you must make sure you validate your offer with your community so in simplest terms we want to make sure your offer is going to sell before you ever create or launch anything right because most of the time it's not necessarily the offer that's the problem it's the messaging around your offer that your community does not resonate with so basically your marketing needs help the way you're communicating your offer to the world needs help. It's never really the offer, right? It's the way you're communicating your offer. So in order to validate, you do not need to create anything to do this. You do not need to go and create your whole course before you ever validate anything. No, 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 Please don't do that. Please validate first, okay? So I do recommend... Outlining your signature process, outlining how you're going to help people through the problem, right? So, helping your ideal client get from point A, which is where they are, to point B, which is where they want to be, before you ever create anything to sell, okay? So, don't go and create the whole course. Do create an outline, okay? And then work on your communication. Now, I just want to say here even if you're not a new coach, even if you already have an offer, you can still validate. Every week, every day, I literally use my validation techniques every single week in my business. These are the techniques I share with my clients inside of Faithful Coach Academy, and they work like a charm. They are so simple and so useful and effective all at the same time. Now, here's why you want to do this. I found that when clients or people like I know in this space or colleagues, like when they actually go and create the whole course curriculum or the whole course or the whole program before they ever validate or communicate this offer with the world, they wind up burning themselves out before they ever get to work on marketing. And then, of course, like if you don't work on marketing, then, well, you're not going to sell anything, right? Now, another reason is because if you sell before you actually ever go and create the actual offer, it's going to light a fire under your butt to get things done. I'm telling you, this is literally how I created and sold all of my programs. I have never created something before I sold it. Fun little fact, um, in case you didn't know, <laughs> I have always validated and marketed first, and then I went and created. That is what I've done. Next reason why is that your beta clients They're actually going to help you develop your process because what could happen is that you actually go and you create this whole course or this process or program and you may actually end up having to go uproot it and change it later because of things that you realize after you started working with clients. And then you've got to do like double the work, (laughs) right? So we're all about working smarter, not harder here. Now all of this to say, if you are a new coach, or you're an aspiring coach, or you're thinking about coaching, I highly recommend starting out with one-on-one coaching first before you ever do a group program or a course or something else. Simply because. Working with people one on one, you're actually going to learn so much more, so much faster. You're going to learn what it's like to actually coach people. You're going to learn your signature process and your method so much faster than if you would, like in a group or with a course, because you're going to get so much better feedback just by working with people one on one. Um, I personally started with group coaching, and (laughs) if you've ever talked to me about this, then you probably know I wish I would have started with one-on-one coaching for many reasons, but that's one of them. So let's go ahead and move on to phase three. And phase three is the testing phase, okay? So in this phase, you're going to test your offer by solidifying beta clients. Okay, so essentially, now that you've validated your offer and your messaging and your marketing around your offer it's time to actually test it by solidifying clients and taking clients through your offer and your process. And the reason for this is because we need to test out your process and your coaching before you ever launch your full offer to the public. Creating a beta offer and creating an offer like this and testing an offer like this, I truly believe is a key step in building a consistent, sustainable and scalable business because you will build confidence in sales because you will have paying clients for your beta program. You will fine tune your coaching process and you'll receive testimonials from your beta clients you can use for your official launch and future promotions. Like it is such a good tool and strategy to utilize and it just helps you become a better coach. Okay, so now we are on phase four and phase four is all about magnetic content. So actually creating content that attracts your idle client to you. Okay, so now that you've gotten clarity, now that you've validated now that you've tested, it's time to go full force into creating this content that is going to attract your idle clients to you, and then convert them into paying clients. And yes, it's very possible. This happens for me and my clients on a daily basis. You just have to know how to speak to them, okay? Because basically, you want to set up your profile, like your social media profile, or wherever, you know, your idle clients are consuming your content, you want them to feel like they want to binge your content like their favorite Netflix show. That's literally what you want to do. And how do you do this? It truly starts by knowing who they are, what they want, and what they don't want, and how you can serve them and how you can give them the solution To their problem, how you can actually bridge the gap from where they are to where they want to be. And this goes to problem awareness and solution awareness. Now, again, if you have not listened to episode five of this podcast, I highly recommend going to listen to that just because I go a little bit more in depth on how to actually attract clients to you and like what you need to be doing. But you really want to be creating content that's going to solve a problem and stick to solving that problem so they know you are the go-to person for that. Okay, so now you're on phase number five. And phase number five is all about proactive lead generation. Now, I have asked many people, you know, like, especially like potential clients, like, hey, what is your lead generation system like? What, like, what system do you actually have in place that you know is going to be bringing in consistent leads to you? If you don't know the answer to this question, this needs to be addressed. Now, if you're someone who, you know, knows you need to be working on this phase, or, you know, this might be like a problem for you, a clarifying question I have for you here is, If someone comes across your brand or your profile, how are they actually going to go from being a cold lead to a warm lead to a hot lead and then ultimately a paying client? Like what process or system do you have in place to actually generate Leads. Now, this can be done both passively and actively. It can be done like after they come across your brand from maybe a reel or a post on Instagram. What are they going to do next? How are they going to go from being just a new follower to being like, man, like I really want to work with her? I really, really want to work with her. What does that process look like? And again, you can do this passively and actively passively looks like creating magnetizing content Right. And there's more to that, but that essentially starts there. And then proactively actually looks like you taking action, like the CEO you are, in addition to creating magnetizing content. And what I mean by this is actually having really valuable and authentic and productive conversations in the DMs. And no, we are not cold selling here. Okay. We are building relationships that will naturally lead. to a sale. And this is a skill I highly recommend my clients not skip over because really at the end of the day, if you are creating magnetizing content, if you are working on a passive lead generation strategy, in addition to learning the skill set of having conversations and really productive conversations, learning how to lead conversations, and also working on your proactive lead generation system, girlfriend, (laughs) you are going to be making some sales, okay? Because you're working on both passive and proactive. And that is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful combination. Okay, so we are moving on to phase number six, which is a stress-free launch. And I have launch here in quotations, (laughs) just because I am not a fan of Like launching, I think launching has this, this stress behind it. And I'm all about just having like a sustainable business. I'm all about ease and simplicity and flow. (laughs) So quote unquote launching, that term gives me anxiety. So that's why I say um, it's in quotes, but for lack of better terms, we want to officially launch your high ticket offer with ease. Okay, so between creating magnetizing content and developing a proactive lead generation strategy, you will find that launching is simple. It won't be strenuous or stressful. It will be fun. And the best part is that spots will already be booked before you even make the official launch announcement. I literally see this time and time and time again with my clients. They haven't even had an official launch and they'll get booked out. Like it's the coolest thing ever. And that happened to me as well When I first launched Faithful Coach Academy as a one-on-one coaching program, I secured $20,000 in less than a week, and I think I made one or two posts about it. It was something wild. But y'all, that's what happens when you take something passive and proactive and mesh it together and learn the skills of both. But even though I say all this, please do not forget to keep your eyes on the Lord because without him, the strategy is nothing. Okay, it's nothing because I'm just going to tell you right now, you won't do the strategy if you do not keep your eyes on him, if you do not maintain your focus on your mission. Okay, so I just wanted to throw that out there one more time. So while this strategy is really incredibly beneficial and I see it time and time and time again, just work for my clients and they're doing this with ease and fun and simplicity, you have to keep your eyes on him. You have to. So let's go ahead and move on to phase seven, which is systematize. So, the first point I have under this phase is you've got to systematize yourself. Okay, what do I mean by this? I mean, it's so important to develop habits and routines for your day to day life that's actually going to help support you on your goals, that's actually going to help support you in your calling for this season so you can ultimately fulfill your purpose. So what kind of habits and routines do you currently have in place to support you on this journey? And then I would ask you as well, what habits and routines do you know the Lord has been calling you to put into place and you just haven't yet? I would start thinking about these things because this is so important as you are growing as a businesswoman, but also as you are growing as the queen that you are, as the daughter of the king. He is calling you to obey him. So please, please, please make sure you've got some habits and routines in place in your day-to-day life to help support you with this. Now, next part of this would be, you've got to be making what's most important to you a priority. This looks like actually spending time with the Lord, like actually making him a priority in your day-to-day life. This is huge, okay? huge. So please, like if you need to make this like a habit or routine for yourself, please make sure you are doing this. This is so important. And then also as well, making your family a priority or whatever it is that is important to you. I say family just because I know a lot of my clients and, you know, my colleagues in this space, like family is so important, you know, or maybe it's friends in this season, or maybe it's your health and like working out and taking care of your body and eating nutritious foods. Make these things a priority, you know, not just your business. Like you are here (laughs) creating this business with the Lord to actually support your life. Don't neglect these other areas of your life because you are so focused on your business. And if I'm being honest, that is a mistake that I made for an awfully long time. Now, another part of systematizing yourself is learning how to be productive while also not selling your soul because you're burnt out. This essentially is so crucial and a way to do this is actually to develop habits and routines that support you and not hurt you. So what this has actually looked like for me is, of course, spending additional time with the Lord and also learning how to navigate spiritual warfare and self-sabotage because it is is so real. Again, if you haven't listened to episode two of this podcast, please go listen to it. It is one of my favorite episodes to date. It's all about basically how to overcome the self-sabotage you're dealing with and how to do it biblically. So make sure you check that out. But basically (laughs) what I was saying is that you want to be developing habits and routines that support you and not hurt you. So yes, spending time with the Lord, learning how to navigate spiritual warfare and self-sabotage, but also in a more practical sense as well. Instead of basically cramming my to-do list (laughs) full for the day, I essentially do things like theme days and theme weeks. Now, what does this mean? So in terms of theme weeks, you know, one week I'm focusing on creation. So I'm either, you know, recording a podcast, working on a curriculum in my business, or I'm creating marketing content. Like I'm just in a creating mode, okay, for the entire week. In the next week, I'm usually more focused on hopping on calls and working with clients. Now, yes, of course, I still work with clients in my creation week, but that's typically more on the Voxer side, not necessarily getting on calls. Okay, because for me. I did not do well with going back and forth from creating to getting on calls to creating again to admin. That did not work for my brain. (laughs) So these theme weeks have worked so, so well. And then in addition to that, I also have theme days inside of my theme weeks. Okay. So one day I'm focusing on, you know, creation. One day, or two days out of the week, actually, during my call week, I'm doing all of my calls. Sometimes I get it to three days out of the week, just depending on you know how many calls I'm taking during that week. But usually it's two to three days out of the week that I'm doing calls and meeting with clients or doing podcasts, uh, interviews, things like that. And then also then two days out of that week, I am working on like marketing content or I'm doing additional creation work. So I just always like to separate basically the types of work that I'm doing. That's just very beneficial for my brain. Okay. It's just very beneficial for me. So if you are someone that really struggles with being productive and getting things done, I highly recommend thinking about theme weeks, and theme days. Now, if you want me to do an episode just on productivity, I'm happy to do it. Please send me a message just over on Instagram. I would love to do an episode like that. Um, But yes, if you want to see an episode just based on like productivity hacks, things I've learned, things that have really worked for me over the years, send me a DM on Instagram at Hannah Brindley and let me know and I will make sure to put that together for you. Now, the next part of systemization is to systematize your business. Okay. So this looks like developing systems and processes in your business. This can look like project management and client management. Okay. Now, when I first started, I kept this really simple, really simple. Um, Sometimes I would use an app called Trello or Asana. These are project management tools just to keep track of everything in my business, like content creation, project management, lead generation, clients. Like I literally used Trello for a little while and then I moved over to Asana and I kept it so simple. Okay. Just very simple. And I highly recommend if you're just starting out to keep this simple as well. Now, I have recently moved over to ClickUp for a project management tool. So if you're like me, I personally love, you know, learning about like project management, you know, how to keep track of, you know, to do's and, you know, content creation, etc., I moved over to ClickUp, so I'd highly recommend checking out ClickUp, but it is definitely very robust. So if you want to keep things really simple for now, start with Trello or Asana. But if you know you're kind of in this season of wanting to expand and prepare yourself to expand, I highly recommend checking out ClickUp. I really, really love it. And I'm needing it for this season in my career. And I'm also moving over to Dubsado for client management. And so I say all this to say, I've been in business almost five years now, and I am just now utilizing these kinds of robust softwares and systems. So I just want you to know that if you do not have that in place, it is okay. It is okay. You can keep it simple. This is my permission slip to you to please keep it simple. And just because you don't have like necessarily robust tools or, you know, processes doesn't mean you don't have systems and processes. Your systems and processes can be super simple. I mean, again, I've been in business going on five years now, and I'm just now looking into creating email sequences. And I'm just now in the process of finishing up my full website, y'all. Like, you don't have to have all this fancy stuff you think you need. Like, you don't actually need it. Is it great to have? Absolutely. But you shouldn't let those things hold you back from getting started. I literally built a six-figure business by utilizing Instagram and leveraging a Facebook group. Like, that's it, okay? I'm only just now expanding into other platforms, methods, and strategies. So, again, this is a permission slip to you to keep it simple. But you do need systems and processes in place for all the things like how to actually onboard clients, offboard clients, um, your system for lead to booked, your content creation system, your lead generation system. That's what I mean by systems and processes. You don't necessarily have to have all the fancy stuff, but you do need to have your systems and processes in place. Okay, so let's move on to phase eight, which is refine and optimize. Now, what I mean by this is you really want to refine and optimize your offer, okay, so now that you've launched your main offer it's it's time to actually get in there, get in the trenches and refine and optimize it, see what's working, see what's not, enhance it, and make it better, okay. In order to do this, yes, you must have already worked with clients or beta clients because you've got to have plenty of feedback and data via multiple clients so you actually can create the best transformational experience and coaching program in your industry. You want to be known for generating results and transformations in your clients, right? If you want that, then you've got to spend time optimizing this one offer before you begin to add on more. So focus on one offer. Like I literally, guys, I literally focused on Faith Field Coach Academy as a one-on-one program for all of 2021. And that's what I focused on. And I refined it and I optimized it so people really got incredible results. And now I feel really confident moving in to Faith Field Coach Academy as a group program. You will thank me later if you focus on one at a time. Trust me. Now, this leads us to phase nine, which is your service suite. Now, basically what this means is you want to develop your service suite with an optimal business model. Now, <laughs> phase nine is kind of a bonus because... I actually hit six figures in my business before I ever implemented this, so that means I had that one core offer I was focusing on the entirety of the year. It was one-on-one, and I wasn't on weekly calls, and my clients still got incredible results. I wasn't obsessed with my business, and I only really focused on Instagram and my Facebook group and I still made six figures. So please, please, please just remember you get to keep it simple and you can still see results. I say all this to say you do not have to have a service suite, meaning having more than one offer that you have for your clients. That is totally up to you. Now, me personally, I knew I wanted to have multiple offers for my people. And so now I would say if you fully optimize your one offer, it's time to actually enhance your service suite if you choose to with additional offerings with an optimal. Business model. We do not want to create offers that will create overwhelm or burnout for you. And we want to make sure every offer you have available will aid in client retention. So basically, we want to make sure we take a value ladder approach where one offer will actually lead to the next offer. And it's going to be a no brainer for your clients to continue to work with you. So, are you ready for phase 10? This is, this is the final phase, but really it's not necessarily a final phase, but you'll see what I mean. So phase 10 is evolve. And what I mean by this is that it is so important to understand that you and your business will always be evolving. We are never just going to arrive one day. You know, I speak a lot about clarity here on this show, and while yes, it's so important to have clarity, the truth is that you're not going to have every single piece of the puzzle laid out for you at once. And I think it's just really important to realize that you can take action on what you do know. You can take action on the next step right in front of you. It is so important to obey the Lord in this way, because ultimately at the end of the day, we are meant to evolve. We are meant to grow. And part of the evolution process is to take faithful action on what the Lord is telling you to do right now. Take faithful action on that next step, even if you don't necessarily know what the step after that is. Because I truly believe, and I've seen it time and time again with my clients and with myself, that action brings even more clarity. Because you can think yourself in circles all day long, but when you take action, even when you don't have it all figured out, you will learn, you will evolve, and the Lord will give you that next step. I also say this to say, don't be afraid of growing. Don't be afraid to get outside of where you currently are. My brand has evolved so much over the years. My brand literally began with makeup. That is what people knew me for for a long time. And even though it may seem like makeup and this podcast and my brand now has nothing to do with each other, if I didn't take that step forward, this podcast and brand wouldn't exist. Did I have any idea what this brand was going to be? No, absolutely not. I had no idea. I just knew I had to be brave and take the action the Lord put right in front of me. And that's what I'm speaking over you today. So whether you want to be an online coach or you're a network marketer or you're building a brand online right now, or maybe you don't have an online business or desire to at all right now, the Lord is still calling you to something today. He is calling you to something right now. I feel it. So go and take that step. Be willing to evolve and trust him. So now that you have your roadmap, it is time to take intentional aligned action towards building your business. And that's exactly why I created Faith Fueled Coach Academy to help women like you finally go full-time online in their coaching business with the Holy Spirit leading us both. This group coaching program, FCA, is kicking off on March 22nd, so if you're ready to start and or scale your faith-fueled coaching business, head on over to www.hannahbrindley.com slash F-C-A to learn more about the program and secure your spot. And of course, if you have any questions about the program or just want to talk things over, please, please, please do not hesitate to reach out to me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley or via email at hannah at I cannot wait to support you. Hey, queen, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a written review of the show over on Apple Podcasts. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories on Instagram and tag me at Hannah Brindley. I can't wait to see you over there. So much love to you.